Hello, and welcome to Living Out Loud. I am Laura, and I am here to share my colorful journey with you. So sit back and get comfortable, because we got lots to talk about. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining me today. This episode, we're going to be talking about feelings and nothing more than feelings. <laughs> when I was first thinking about doing a podcast, I wasn't really sure what content anybody really would like to hear. I know that one of the things that I struggled with is what they called imposter syndrome, and I was really just afraid that what I was wanting to share with everybody wasn't what people were going to want to hear. So I did go to one of my support groups online, which is a support group in Florida for moms of uh, LGBT children, and I asked them what they wanted to hear on a podcast. So a big component of what they asked for me to share with everybody was feelings. The feelings of being a mother of an LGBT child, the feelings of being a mother of a trans child, the feelings of joy, the feelings of acceptance, the feelings of longing, the feelings of hate, the feelings of indifference. Um, There was a lot of feelings that they asked me to address, so I'm going to do my best and try to do that in this episode. However, like I said, this is a group from Florida, and right now we have a lot of bad things going on here in our state, so it's going to be hard for me to keep my focus 100% on um, my experience originally back in 2018 as the current state has really shifted a lot of my um, perspective. But let's go back to the beginning, shall we? Let's go back to that feeling of the feeling right after my child came out to us. So I'm going to say confusion, 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 confusion. Um, That was probably my biggest one because I had never even thought about the idea of my child being transgender before. Um, I believe I've shared this before, but if I had not, the only time I'd ever actually met another transgender person that I was aware was transgender was when I was getting my hair done and I was at Ulta at the beauty salon and the um, hairdresser that was washing my hair was transgender. And honestly, I was trying to figure it out. And after she was done washing my hair and the hairstylist started styling, I had asked them if the hairdresser um, was transgender. So that had been my one and only experience ever actually being around anybody that was transgender that I was aware of. Before my child came out, let me tell you, my world is much more colorful um, now, and I'm very excited about that. But um, confusion and loneliness. Loneliness, that is a big one. Um, when you're trying to understand and, and you're, you're sitting there as a parent, and once again, my child was technically an adult when they came out, so I had had almost 19 years Um, in 
one thought process and everybody I'd known for the last 19 years knew my life in one certain fashion. Um, because I hadn't known any transgender people. It wasn't a topic that I talked about with friends or family, so I wasn't really sure how any of my friends or family felt about any of this. So just that alone, it was very isolating. So confusion, loneliness, isolation was probably my first big top three feelings that I felt. Even with my husband, who once again, I've been married to for 29 years now. So even then it was dang near 25. um, It really still was lonely because he doesn't share a lot of his feelings. I never shut up. So it made it very interesting. I kind of felt like I was talking to a wall sometimes. Um, And I say that with all the love. Um, And he knows that. I mentioned in a previous episode that I clamored for a support group. And I know that's an odd word. Um, That just goes to prove that my past life of working in assisted living, I'm just really, really good with the uh, geriatric population. Um, But yeah, I truly, truly craved, needed, longed for, yearned, any great word that you can come up with, descriptive adjective, I needed that so much. And um, the relief, the relief of finding out that I wasn't the only mom out there was amazing to me. Um, It was like a town, a city. It was like a city was lifted off of my shoulders when I was welcomed into a community and I found out that there was other moms there. Not only just one or two other moms, there was lots of other moms in this community. I wasn't alone. I was isolated in my own little world, yes, but I was not alone. So once again, what do I want everybody to know? you are not alone. And I am here and there is a big ass world out there that's here to support you. My husband will be very happy. He has to mark this one explicit again. There you go. Love you, baby. Um, But there is a giant world out there of support. So no, you're not alone. So if you're feeling that way right now, Go to your computer, go to your laptop, your iPad, your cell phone, and Google some local support groups. There are, I know Facebook can be antiquated for the younger people. However, that is where most of the support groups are located. So if you are not a Facebook fan, I'm going to tell you, you're going to have to suck it up a little bit here, Buttercup put on your big girl panties and deal with it. You're going to go to Facebook. You're going to find your local communities because like here in Florida, we have wonderful things like the Zebra Coalition. We have um, Lake County Pride where you can go to them and they can help you with organizations. In the Panhandle, we have support groups, but these are things that you find online and on Facebook. So please, I know it might be antiquated, please go to Facebook. I do not work for them. I do not get paid for them, but I will tell you that is where a lot of your resources can be found. Also, if you don't want to go to Facebook and you're looking for resources, freemomhugs.org. 
That's right. Once again, freemomhugs.org. My husband has said that all the links can be found in the thread or the body or something like that. I am not technical. I keep talking about these other support groups and these other networks because I understand that feeling of loneliness can be almost unbearable. It can be soul crushing. And I so want everybody to know that they're not alone. Now, the joy that I found in knowing I wasn't alone and finding friends um, that I could share my life with was um, (laughs) mind-blowing, revolutionary. Um, I'm not even sure. It was very opening. So I want everybody to be able to experience that. Funny, doing some research, I've gone back and looked at some of my old posts in the beginning in my support group, and some of the very first people I interacted with back in 2018, do you know that they're some of my best friends and support groups to this day? I mean, they are truly my rainbow network. I mean, I couldn't be here without them. I talk about my Metro 3, but the network of women that came around me and showed me love and support and understanding, that is why I'm here. That is how I'm here, because they allowed me to ask those questions and allowed me to go through the grieving process, because I did have to grieve. It's okay to say those words. I felt lonely when I felt like I had to go through the grieving process originally until I now understand that's normal. I have a coworker at work that has confided in me that their child is also transgender and has come out as a late teenager. They were trying desperately to explain their feelings to me and I stopped them and I said, ah, I get it. It's grief. You have to understand. Let me let me make sure you understand it's okay. So I want to make sure that everybody on here understands that no matter who it is that you are ta- here to support, whether it be your child, your partner, your daughter, your mother, your father, your cousin, your aunt, your friend, whoever it is, you're allowed to grieve the thought of what your life was going to be with them. You can grieve that and then still be excited about the journey that you're going to be on with them. And that is okay. You can have multiple feelings all wrapped up into one and it's okay to express that. Now, is your friends that don't have transgender people in their lives going to understand this? Probably not. And that's okay. Once again, that's why I talked about different chapters of your life. You have different support networks. Find your support network. Find your rainbow network. It is very important. Frustration. Frustration was a feeling that I felt a lot. I felt it a lot in the beginning of my child's transition, um, probably the most when I was trying really hard to um, get it right, you know, after that January episode that I talked about prior. Um, So frustration, um, my kids being, you know, early 20s or 
late, late teens, um, you know, they were raised probably a tad bit sarcastic as well. And I would say that they had a hard time thinking that me and their father should be able to pick up on the name change and the pronouns and all that very quickly. Now, I want to let you know that is super important. Pronouns save lives. Names save lives. However, I needed some grace with my frustration, and that is something that frustration can turn to anxiety, can turn to depression. So watch the frustration. That's all I'm going to say. Um, But let me take you back to a story in a restaurant. So my husband and I had truly been trying to use the right name, use the right pronoun, and do everything right. You know, we were transitioning from the he and then the non-binary, as I told you, that we had gone to, to trying to go with the she and the her constantly. We were definitely stopping the birth name or my, what I gave is the given name. They use the name, um, dead name, which I personally don't care for because my child's not dead. However, once again, that is something I don't care for, but I respect them. So my child's dead name and their chosen birth name, that's what I like to call it, their chosen birth name of Ruth. So we were sitting at a little Mexican restaurant and um, my oldest, who tends to be a tad bit sarcastic also, we had made a mistake and um, she had said, well, it's not that hard. And I said, you know what? I have asked for years and years and years for you guys to quit calling me mother. You see, my oldest daughter, Kaylee, when she was like 13 or 14, she thought it was amusing to call me mother and my husband father. She found it amusing and somehow we got stuck with it. So mother and father, we are not by choice. Anyway, I digress once again. So we were sitting at the restaurant and I said to her, we've been, to them, we've been trying for years to get you guys to quit calling me mother. I want to go by mom or mother, you know, mom, ma, one, something like that, not mother. And my oldest says, well, you know, it's hard. I've been calling you that for, yeah, I got her to stop. And I said, yeah, you've just been doing that for years. Imagine if I'd been doing something for 18. So I will say me giving them that analogy, that made it a lot easier for my children to understand what me and my husband were going through. So if you currently go by a specific thing and you are struggling with trying to get somebody else's name or pronouns right and they're getting frustrated with you, ask them to call you something different so you guys can work on it together. That way you guys are mutually trying to be respectful of each other and you can understand the struggles that come with that. I do think that was very, very helpful in both of my children understanding that we were trying. By the way, to this day, they still call us mother and father. However, I call our youngest, Ruth, she and her, and my husband does as well. So we were able to cross that barrier, and you can too. Um, what other feelings can I talk about? Um, a little bit of anger when 
people didn't understand the struggles that I was going through. Um, once again, um, a lot of people that did not have transgender children, if I tried to bring it up to them that I was struggling some way, um, the comments like, oh, but it's your child. You have to love your child. I, I never, ever said I didn't love my kid. Like, that was not what I was trying to get at. I was trying to explain how I was processing and what I was going through. Um, sometimes you, me saying to another friend, once again, support prior, um, that was not in the same boat. You know, I feel like I did something wrong. They would, you know, jump on me. No, no, you can't think like that. Blah, blah, blah. They weren't understanding my point of view. Wasn't that they weren't wonder hundred percent wonderfully supportive friends. It's just not understanding where I was coming from in the struggles that I was trying to process. They did not know how to support me. Way too many feelings, I'm telling you guys. I'm not even sure how we can encompass all this in the beginning. So um, I'm going to leave it there for today. Uh, know that your feelings are valid. Know that if you're in the beginning, like I was at the, once again, many, many years ago, you can get to where you are now. Those feelings of loneliness, insecurities will pass when you find your supports. Find your local supports. Reach out to your local supports. If you are a church person, please do me a favor. Go to your church and ask them if they're 100% accepting and affirming. Not just accepting, but also 100% affirming. If your church tells you they're not, that probably isn't the right support for you at this time. You might need to start looking for another support that is affirming, because at this time, we need, you need, 100% affirmation. Till next time, don't forget to live your life out loud. Life doesn't always allow us to laugh out loud, but we always have the choice to live our lives out loud. So until next time, don't forget to LOL, live out loud. If there's things that you would like to hear me talk about, please let me know because I am here to help you learn to live your life out loud too.